Welcome to the More Than Just a Type podcast, a place where we explore what it takes to live your best life. I'm your host, Taja Cato, expert in type 1 diabetes and fat loss, entrepreneur, and lover of all things fitness and personal development. Each week, we'll bring you a tangible tool, tip, or insight that'll inspire you and empower you to take action, achieve your goals, and live your best life. So today I had a call with one of my clients and she made me laugh because she's like, you've got me drinking so much water. She's like, I'm always carrying a water bottle everywhere I go. My mom's like, what are you doing? She's like, I buy those huge bottles of water. And it made me smile because honestly, water, it's a hard thing to remember. And it sounds like such a simple thing. And it's something that I remember my mom used to tell me all of the time, Taja, drink more water. And she would always be up my ass about it. And I love you. She, my, my mom's amazing, but as a teenager, it drove me up the wall. And so when I, when I think about drinking water and I always, you know, give my, all my clients, everyone that I work with the amount of water that their body needs individually, because we all require a different amount, but that, which is, you know, optimal for our bodies. But it, it just made me smile because she is kicking butt and she's making sure to drink all her water, which is something that is so overlooked and I need to drink more water. I need to remember to drink water right now. So if this is, let this be a reminder for you to grab a glass of water right now, but I'm just really proud of her. And Jess, if you're listening to this, keep being awesome and drinking water. It's so important. And guys, if you want 12 steps to losing fat with type one, if you want to lose fat, if you want 12 steps, check out my audio training. Drinking water is one of those steps, but there's 11 other steps that you'll learn some really simple tips to get started achieving your fat loss goal. And so definitely check that out. I'll link to it in the show notes, but to grab your copy for free, it's an audio training and an ebook. Just go to diabeticfitnessworld.com forward slash type one. And I'm doing a giveaway today if you're listening to this on October 31st. Head over to my Instagram for your chance to participate in this amazing giveaway. I'm going to give you all of the details at the end of this episode. So stay tuned and happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. I'm so excited. Halloween is my most favorite holiday. You, Some people think I'm crazy, but I love Halloween. I always have as a kid, I remember we would always make our Halloween costumes, my sister and I, and it just brings back so many fun memories of childhood to me of swinging. My dad had built these swings that were attached to these trees. I lived on a farm. And so I have such fun memories of like dressing up in our Halloween costumes and swinging and then jumping into piles of leaves and just that crisp fall smell, which we don't really get in California over here in Southern California in Santa Monica. So it is something that I miss. So whatever you are doing today or this evening to celebrate Halloween, and maybe you're not even doing anything, maybe you're just using the evening to chill out and relax, but whatever you're doing, have an amazing time. Okay, before further ado, let's go ahead and dive into this episode. 
All right, so here's the deal. You are creating a lifestyle. You are not creating just another diet and workout plan in order to get the results that you want. And I really believe this to be so true. And this is something that I base everything I do around. And it's really just that in order to get the best results in the long term and to achieve the most successful transformation, you need to focus on creating a lifestyle. And instead of making your life fit around whatever you're doing, around your exercise and around your diet, you need to really make your diet and exercise fit in between the cracks of everything else already happening in your life already. Because when you do that, you'll be able to stay consistent and you'll be able to stick with it and it won't be so dominating. This is the only way that you will achieve successful results in the end. Because how demoralizing is it when you try to stick with something, you try to diet, and you fall off the wagon? That's not a very good feeling, right? And nobody wants to feel like they're not good at something or they failed at something. No one wants to feel like a failure. I can't stick to my diet. Like, nope, I failed that one again. Dieting doesn't work for me. <laughs> like, no one wants to feel inadequate. And yet you want to have a little bit of structure, right? Like you want to have some sort of plan that tells you what to do in order to get results, but you want to make sure that you can stick to it. And that's why flexibility is going to be so key. And it is a delicate dance of trying to do the best you can and staying motivated every step of the way and falling off the wagon continuously and not being able to stick to what you are trying to stick to is not going to keep you motivated in the end. And what matters most is that you're doing the best that you can, but out of all of the things that you are doing right now in order to get the results that you want, are you focusing on the things that are going to get you the best results? Do you even know what those key things are? Or are you just doing the activities that you think will get you the results? Because that's what society has led you to believe. Like maybe you carve out time to go to the gym, but you don't have the key exercises that you're doing at the gym that might be able to save you half the time when you are working out. Or maybe you're trying to stick to a diet because that's what everyone else is doing. That's what society is telling you to do. But maybe it's not about the diet. And maybe there are just a few things things that you can be mindful of instead of what foods you should be eating and what foods you shouldn't be eating that will get you the best results and not take up so much of your time worrying about what you should eat or worrying about what not to eat. And when you're focusing on the core key activities, you are going to get the results that you want despite having a busy schedule or very little time. And like anything, these activities will ebb and flow with everything else happening in your life already. But it doesn't matter because what you'll realize is that there's no one set right or wrong way of doing something and you don't need to ever feel stuck or that you can't achieve the results that you want. So for example, if you were to work out five days per week and then all of a sudden you got hit with this crazy schedule and your life got so crazy all of a sudden and you could only make it to the gym two days, you're probably going to feel a little bit defeated, right? But you can't let that stop you. 
If you were to go to a restaurant, but you couldn't eat anything on the menu because the restaurant was just so crazy busy, you couldn't even have two seconds to order because it was just that busy but you're kind of in a hurry, so you can't just sit there and wait for the restaurant to be less busy. You wouldn't just say, fuck it, I'm not going to eat the rest of the day. Or maybe you would, but chances are you would just find a quicker place, a place that's less busy so that you can grab something quick and feel satisfied and not be so hungry. Now, same goes for your workouts. You can totally rework them so that you can still get the results that you want despite having not a lot of time and everything that you do is based on the choices that you make and it's so easy to say well i have 2000 calories left to eat today but i ate 2500 because i had low blood sugar so i'm just going to give up on my diet completely it is discouraging when this happens but who says that you have to eat 2000 calories every single day in order to achieve your goals could it be possible that maybe you could eat 500 calories less the next day and eat 1500 calories and still reach your weight loss goal? Just because you have a goal, who says that you can't adjust it in order for it to work better for you? It's good to have goals, but if you can't be flexible enough to adjust things as you go, then unfortunately you will be limiting your success in the future. Because Things don't always go as planned and nobody is perfect and there's always a way to make things work for you. The only way to actually set yourself back is if you said, I messed up and then you just were to go and eat all of the things. You went totally nuts and completely blew your entire diet out of the water. And when I say you ate all the things, like maybe you consumed 3,500 calories when your daily calorie goal is 1,500, you know? Things like that certainly can set you back. And the surest way to not achieve your goal at all is if you give up completely. And so there's five things that we are going to cover today that will just help you to stay on track when life gets busy because life does happen, things don't always go as planned and that's just part of life and it happens to everyone and it can so, be so easy to feel unmotivated in situations like this when you have a plan that you're trying to follow but things happen and you don't really have time or you have to really rework things and you don't really know how and so this episode is for you if that is how you're feeling. So the five things that we're going to cover are going to help you stay on track or get back on track and help you feel motivated when you are feeling unmotivated. So number one is if you are currently tracking your food every single day on an app like MyFitnessPal, but you kind of fall off track a little bit and you don't really have time to track everything you're eating and you're just feeling like you're kind of losing control. Now, it can happen. One thing that you can do is write down everything by hand of what you ate that day. Or if you have time and you know what you're going to be eating the day before, put it into my fitness pal ahead of time. Or try to buy things that are easy to track. So if you go to grab a snack, try to grab something that you can just easily scan into the app. Or if you don't have a lot of time to meal prep that week, then try to grab things that 
you either eat on a regular basis that you kind of already know how many calories are roughly in it, or just maybe even pre-frozen or pre-packaged vegetables that you can just track much easier than trying to find the exact weight and measurements of every single thing. So there's little things like this that you can do that will help you stay on track. But the biggest thing is just trying to stay a little bit more mindful. And if you don't have time to make food at all and you're going out to eat at restaurants, then you can always search those restaurants ahead of time or just try to order something from that restaurant that you kind of know how many calories you might be eating or make a note so that you can scan it into your app later. So these things can help you stay on track when you are tracking food. And number two is fit your workouts into less days if you have to. So if you have a crazy week and you are usually working out four or five days a week, but you can't make it to the last day, then you could fit those workouts into three days if you had to. You know, it might make it for a little bit longer of a workout, but at least you would still get all your lifts in. Or maybe you don't have time, so you finish that workout the following week. Or you don't have time to complete all of your exercises every single day because your workouts are super short. So just do the main exercises. Start obviously with your compound exercises, do your main lifts and really work your programming in to fit your schedule for that week. So there's no, even though you might have a program that you are trying to follow every single week, there's no right or wrong way. And as things come up and as things happen, it's okay to rework your schedule so that you can still make it to the gym, maybe for a little bit less time, just do the main exercises and finish the other exercises that you didn't have time to do on another day. Like there's a way that you can work around it. You don't need to stick to doing everything to a T just because that was your goal for the week at the beginning of the week. So have a little bit of flexibility. And then number three is focus more on your calories. If you're counting macros, you can just focus on the amount of calories that you're consuming. If you don't have time to really focus on hitting your macro targets, it's not going to be that big of a deal. And if you have a goal that you're specifically trying to reach like fat loss, the most important thing is that you are maintaining a calorie deficit. And so at least you know that you're going to be on the right track and then just get back on track the following week. And number four is don't be, and I know this one is difficult because I can be super hard on myself, but number four is try not to be so hard on yourself and just get back on track when you can. Be mindful of things that you're consuming and try to get those steps in at the very least. If you can't make it to the gym, just do the very best you can and Get back on track the following week or the following day or whenever your schedule gets a little bit less busy. But remember, you're making a lifestyle change. You're not just trying to follow some thing to get you a quick win. You're making a lifestyle change and so it's okay to work things however you need to in order to make it something that you can follow because the most important thing is that you don't give up. 
And number five is think about reworking your current routine to fit your lifestyle a little bit better. So say you had a crazy week and then you got back on track and then things changed. You got a new job, you're in school, things are completely different and you can no longer make it to the gym four days a week. You can only make it to the gym three days a week or you are now going out to lunch. You're going to lunch meetings every single week and you're not able to meal prep on certain days or however, whatever's happened, rework your schedule so that it fits your new schedule. There's always a way to do everything and there's no one set way. So this could even look like maybe you don't have time to do cardio on that fourth day that you normally do cardio on. So instead, maybe you split that one cardio day up between the three days that you can make it to the gym and you do your strength training and then you do your cardio after. That could be one way of just an example to make it work better for you. Or maybe you can no longer work out for an hour every single day. And maybe you can only work out 30 minutes every single day. So maybe instead of working out four days a week, you work out five days a week, but you just work out for less time on those days. So that could be another option. And when it comes to your nutrition and you're crazy busy, your schedule's crazy, and you just don't have time, just really focus on getting things that are easier for you to to manage, to track. And this could even be finding things that are going to be super simple to make or finding things that you can take with you on the road that aren't going to be such a big hassle or things that you can grab a serving. Like you can weigh out some turkey slices and eat that on a piece of Dave's Killer Bread like for a snack if you have to. Or you're stuck grabbing something, some sort of fast food because Sometimes you just have to, but maybe you can actually use MyFitnessPal in a case like this and find something on the menu that fits your macros and your calories so that even if you're grabbing something one day that's not super healthy, you know that it's still going to fit your macros and it's not going to set you back. Like there's a way to work everything in with your schedule. So the most important thing is just give yourself a little break and don't be so hard on yourself and just know that like if your best friend called you and said, hey, I'm going to have to cancel our lunch plans today because this thing came up and I'm really sorry, you wouldn't just say, well, screw you. <laughs> like we're not friends anymore. You would be a little bit disappointed, but you would understand. And hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you would understand and you would just reschedule, right? Like there, like that's what you need to do with your diet and your nutrition and your exercise. And instead of just giving up completely on what you're doing, you just have a little bit of flexibility and you might be a little bit disappointed in yourself, but forgive yourself and move forward and just get back on track the following week or the following day. And don't let it stop you because the biggest thing that you need to know is that when you are consistent, when you make it a lifestyle change and you are doing the very best you can and focusing on the key things and the key things meaning that you are getting in your main exercises at the gym, you're doing your compound exercises. If you have a calorie target every single week, then you're making sure to do that. Or if you have a certain amount of steps that you are tracking every single week, you make sure to do that. And if you have a certain amount of calories that you're shooting for, that you really focus on that and you focus on these areas the best you can, and you're just mindful of them. So these are the things that are going to propel you forward. And when you keep these things at the forefront of whatever else you're doing, then you can just make them fit with your schedule. 
and just give yourself a little, a little break and know that it's okay to mess up. Give yourself the space to make mistakes and just get back on the wagon. That's all that matters because honestly, and this is something that I, I teach my, the people that I work with all the time, but one day of messing up really isn't going to put a huge dent in things in the long span of things. So if you're consistent for years and years and you you have a lifestyle that you're following and it's not just something that you're following for the short term, if you're really making it a lifestyle change, then in the long span of your entire life, one day is really not a big deal. So just get back on the wagon and keep pushing forward and you will achieve your goals no matter how many obstacles or hiccups you've faced along the way. All right, good luck, my friend. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, which obviously you do if you are still listening, then please take these next couple of seconds to subscribe to this podcast. And if you feel called to do so, please leave me a review because it really ensures that other people who are struggling with maybe even things that are close to the same things that you are struggling with, it'll ensure that they have the opportunity to find this content and benefit from hearing all of the information that we talk about. So that would mean the world to me. I thank you so much for taking the time to do that. And I really thank you for tuning in today. You could be doing anything else. You could be doing a million other things, especially on Halloween. (laughs) So thank you for being here with me today. It really does mean the world. And if you haven't done so, if you didn't know about it, on my episode last week, I mentioned that I'm doing a giveaway today on my Instagram. I'm giving away Nui cookies. They're delicious. They're blood sugar friendly. And if you want to participate in the giveaway, head over to my Instagram, Taja Kato. I'll link to it in the show notes and maybe you'll win some cookies on Halloween. It's my treat to you. All right. Have a fabulous day and I'll talk to you same time next week.